Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, Insights into Personal Wholeness for Spirit, Soul, and Body. I'm a psychologist in private practice. I treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist for your concerns. I'm continuing in the series on gifts from heaven, and today we're going to focus on the gift of discernment. Discernment is related to the spirit of understanding, which is an attribute of the Holy Spirit that we talked about in the last uh, podcast, looking at Isaiah 11.2. And let me review with you what discernment means. It's the ability to grasp or comprehend. It's akin to intuition. It's insight into things that are mysterious to others. Discernment is the ability to tell the difference between spiritual truth and spiritual error. It's trendy to believe certain things or there's certain kinds of popular beliefs that circulate through a culture. But if you want to be consistent with what the Bible teaches as the truth that originates with God, then you want a spirit of discernment to tell the difference between what is trendy and passing and what is God's everlasting truth. Discernment is also the ability to understand the motives of the human heart. Another aspect of discernment goes along with 1 John 4, 1, which tells us to test the spirits. So this is the idea that not every spiritual experience comes from God, that we need to be able to tell the difference between an experience that comes from God, an experience that comes from our own soul, and an experience that comes from the kingdom of darkness. You can also find this in 1 Corinthians twelve ten where it's called discerning of spirits. So there's the manifestation or attribute of the Holy Spirit that is discernment related to the spirit of understanding. And there's also the spiritual gift, which some people just get when they come to know the Lord. But we can also acquire discernment. Now, why do we need discernment? If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. If you're making a decision about a babysitter or whether or not you want to date someone or marry someone, whether you're trying to decide whether or not to rent something to another person or pick someone as a roommate, to invest with someone or start a business, we make decisions about the place that we give to other people in our lives and we have to rely on our discernment. So I don't want to get preachy, but I am going to read Hebrews 5.14 for you from the Passion Translation. It's talking about being able to understand and use the Bible to make decisions. But solid food is for the mature whose spiritual senses perceive heavenly matters. And they have been adequately trained by what they've experienced to emerge with understanding of the difference between what is truly excellent and what is evil and harmful. So I did a a lot of digging in um, some different commentaries and experts 
in the Bible, and I'm going to give you the summary of what the experts say. So we're each expected to know God's word well enough and his character and his ways and his spirit to discern accurately the source of other people's teachings, experience, the signs around us, to tell the difference between something that God is doing, something that a person is doing, and something that's actually originating in the kingdom of darkness. And Jesus kind of um, chided the uh, people of his day, the religious leaders, that they could interpret the weather, but they couldn't see what God was doing right in their midst. So we're expected to develop discernment. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Now, people get confused with um, Jesus said not to judge other people. They get confused about judging rather than discernment. So I'm going to try to clear that up if I can. I did a, a section of my last book on the difference between discernment and judging. So here are some highlights. So in discerning, we're trying to tell the difference. We're trying to get a sense of whether something is good, whether it's evil, whether it's just a waste of time. Judgment, on the other hand, is an attitude about our conclusion. So I'm going to read to you some sections from page 20 in my book, Life Without Baggage. You can think of judgments as harsh, somewhat inflexible attitudes that we have adapted towards a gender, race, person, or even ourselves. We don't want to be controlled by blanket judgments, just like we don't want to be controlled by inflexible vows. Remember the podcast on vows and judgments, I talked about that. Now, Jesus cautioned us not to be judgmental, and most people are familiar with that because none of us want to be judged. But what does it mean to judge? If you look up the meaning in the original language, it means condemn, and it is connected to the law and the legal system. Now, of course, we want our courts to operate with justice. So Jesus isn't talking about how a legal system works. He's talking about the attitudes in our personal lives. Here's a little bit more about why we want to stay out of judging. When we condemn, we place ourselves in God's position, and God alone is holy, so he alone can judge sin. That's in 1 Corinthians 4, 5. The kingdom of God operates by grace. That's in Hebrews 12. We, we receive grace from God, so we are to display grace to others. Now, at the same time, we still may need to hold others accountable. That's in Galatians chapter 6. It's about the attitude of our hearts. And because of our own flaws, we are unable to see clearly enough to act as a judge to another person. So because we are entered into relationship with God through grace, through the shed blood of Jesus, we release our right to judge ourselves or other people. What God has cleansed, we are not to judge or condemn. You can find that in Acts chapter 10. So there are many people who are kind to others. They avoid condemning others, but they're very hard with themselves. And that kind of self-criticism or judgment is very harmful to our confidence, our motivation, and even our spiritual life. 
if you say things to yourself that you would not say to a friend or a child, then that is probably a judgment. Jesus was tortured and crucified voluntarily to purchase us out of darkness and condemnation. So we need to show love and respect to ourselves as well. It says that God removes our sin from us as far as the east is from the west in Psalms 103 verse 12. So we shouldn't be rehearsing the sins committed against us and we shouldn't be rehearsing the sins that we have committed. We become a new creation in Jesus. So all of that was from um, my book, Life Without Baggage. You can tell I'm into that theme, Life Without Baggage, these days. So to kind of sum up, discernment is the ability to tell the difference between what is good, what is evil, and what is sort of a waste. It's the ability to be able to comprehend spiritual truth and to recognize the motives of other people and the motives of ourselves. Judgment, on the other hand, is a harsh negative attitude towards ourselves or towards other people that's inflexible and it it doesn't incorporate any grace. So we may need to make decisions, we may need to set limits, we may need to set boundaries or make changes if someone or something is toxic, but the attitude that we utilize and operate as we make those discernments is, in my understanding, the difference between discerning and judging. It's our attitude, and that includes our attitude towards ourselves. So I think I've convinced you that we all need discernment and that we all have things to work on. So how do we increase our discernment? How do we increase our ability to understand situations with a spiritual perspective? As I mentioned in the last podcast, we can pray. We can pray that God would increase our discernment, that he would give us eyes to see and ears to hear, that he would increase that spirit of understanding, of knowledge, of discernment. And of course, we need to seek God to know him, to know his ways, to know his word. There is no substitute for learning about God through his word. It doesn't matter how much we pray. We're only repeating our own thoughts. If, if we're not reading the Bible, then we're not giving God a chance to speak to us, to teach us, to transform us. It's, the Bible says that there is transformational power in God's word. So I'm going to give you a little um, personal example here. So early in my life, for various reasons, I had a view of God as very demanding as easily angered and very quick to judge. And so the way I lived my life and the way I taught other people about God obviously had a legalistic edge to it because I thought that's who God was and I thought that's how he did things. Well, over the years, I've been a Christian for decades now. Over the years, I've had things I've had to work on myself I've had failures that I've needed to address. And as I've gotten to know God better through his word, as I've worked on myself, hopefully I'm exercising a lot more grace to myself and to other people. 
if we spend time with the Lord and if we yield to him on the things that he points out to us through his word, we will grow in discernment and we will become more like God, more like our best selves and not where the worst things about us have too much control. So here at the end, I usually share some resources that are available. If you follow me on Facebook, Dr. Tony Cooper, I have a playlist of videos related to discernment. If you visit my YouTube channel and you go to the playlist with inspiration, I have most of the same videos. Discerning good from evil, growing in discernment, how to read the Bible and understand it, how to recognize God's voice. Also, my book, Life Without Baggage, talks about discernment. Another book I've written related to your view of God and distortions is called Correcting Distortions in Your View of God. You can find my books on Amazon. If you go to my website, I'm giving away a free digital booklet called Suffering Insights into Faith. If you fill out the contact form on my website, drtonycooper.com, and request it, I'll send it to your email. So I'm going to close with a blessing today, again from Isaiah 11:2. May the Spirit of the Lord rest upon you, the Spirit of extraordinary wisdom, the Spirit of perfect understanding, the Spirit of wise strategy, of mighty power, of revelation, and the reverential awe of the Lord. This is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this was Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening.